greater than in addition to disseminating Hasidic teachings, Rabbi Shnur Zalman of Liadi, the Alter Rebbe, founder of Chabad Shesidism, worked methodically and discreetly to protect and improve the welfare of Jews living in Russia. This began shortly after Catherine the Great took up her position in 1772, and Jews were granted citizenship rights. Greater than. Greater than this began shortly after Catherine the Great took up her position in 1772, and Jews were granted citizenship rights. The Rebbe chose twelve wise and successful Shasijm to relocate to the capital city of Petersburg, where they were to establish contacts with various government officials in the course of their business dealings. Greater than. The purpose was twofold, to gather information about the government's agenda, and to establish diplomatic avenues to help prevent or annul any new decrees that could harm the Jewish people. This group of twelve worked seamlessly together in a clandestine way. They would transmit information back to the Rebbe, who was in Lyazna, and over the years quite a few evil decrees were subverted. In 1794, following the conquest of Poland, Russia found itself with millions of additional Jewish denizens, and many agitated for new laws restricting Jews and their business activities. The group got wind of these initiatives and with great effort they tried, unsuccessfully, to block them from getting to the interior minister. The Empress agreed to have the complaints investigated and assigned her interior minister to commission a study investigating how the Jews live throughout Russia, Poland, Ukraine, and Lithuania, and to see if there was any merit to the libelous claims against them. The author of the study would write up his conclusion and his recommendations would be implemented. The minister instructed his deputy, Nikitin, who was known to be a corrupt and vile individual, to get the report underway. Nikitin commissioned the famous poet Gavrila Dertshaven, a notorious anti-Semite, whose opinions were highly regarded in the Tsar's circle. All this was cause for great concern. Dovber Moshe of Dizna, a member of the group, knew Dertshaven from his youth. He had befriended the orphan boy and cared for him. And when Dovber Moshe moved to Petersburg, Dertshaven met him on the street, recognized him, and invited him to his home. During their many chats, the topic of Jew hatred frequently came to the fore. Dovber Moshe would demonstrate how whichever claims were currently circulating regarding Jews were unfounded, and Dertshaven's default answer was, if only all your Jewish brothers were like you, I'd like them, or at least not hate them. This relationship made Dovber Moshe the obvious choice to meet with Dertshaven to convince him to carry out the study fairly and objectively. At the meeting, Dertshaven told Dovber Moshe that the Empress had instructed the interior minister to ensure that the study would be done by someone who would not sell out the motherland to those who hate her religion and that of her citizens. He should relegate the wise nation to jobs they deserve. I intend to do my work impeccably, Dertshaven concluded, and you, my old friend, and all the Jews in Petersburg should start packing, as my first recommendation will be to expel all Jews from the capital. This predetermined conclusion did not leave room for much hope, and any attempt at persuading his old friend seemed futile. Dovber Moshe relayed the information to the group, and together they decided to keep the meeting a secret from the public and chose Dovber Moshe to pass on the information to the Rebbe. The Rebbe instructed the group to obtain Dertshaven's itinerary and travel dates, and to continue working diligently to keep all avenues open. As for Dertshaven's boasting that he would expel the Jews, the Rabbi said, in the words of the Holy Scriptures, let not him who puts on his armor boast like the victor who takes off his armor, for the guardian of Israel would protect his people. Dovber Moshe managed to obtain the requested information and relayed it to the Rebbe. Shmarya Zalman of Politsk, a silk merchant, and Nason of Shklov, a diamond merchant, were nominated by the Rebbe to follow Dertshaven's itinerary and establish contacts with local government officials and landowners along the way. They were to spare no effort obtaining any scrap of information about Dertshaven and his meetings and to document any impropriety. 
The pair managed to obtain the information they sought and compiled a detailed ledger with notes of meetings where hostile expressions were used, names and dates of those who were bribed, and more. During Dertshaven's trip, the Empress died, and her son Paul took over. Paul was a good ruler who prioritized stability and surrounded himself with people of integrity. He made sweeping changes in his cabinet which was reflected in the mood on the street and the attitude towards Jews improved. The group remembered what the Rebbe had written on the piece of paper, and they attributed the changes to that. Meanwhile, the Rebbe gave the ledger that Shamriya Zalman and Nason had compiled to Moshe Weilinker and Moshe Meisels. Their job was to organize the content, bring it to Petersburg, and together with the rest of the group find a way to get the ledger to the ministers who were friendly with the Jews. When they arrived, they heard that Dertzhaven was compiling his report. Taking no note of the changes that had taken place in the palace, Dertzhaven submitted his scathing report. In his personal statement, he noted that he believed he had fulfilled his duties to the best of his abilities, just as the late empress had instructed him. Little did Dertzhaven know that on Paul's desk sat the ledger submitted by Moshe Meisels and Moshe Weilinker in advance of his own. The Tsar thoroughly rebuked Dertzhaven and then tossed the dossier into the fire, lifting the plight of the Jews. The trouble created by Dertzhaven was not to the Tsar's liking. Dertzhaven fell into disfavor with the Tsar. A year later Dertzhaven was relieved of his post. In his memoirs, Dertzhaven complained against the intrigues which were instigated against him at the Imperia court. Be it as it may, nothing substantial came of his report about the Jews, and their position remained as before, for the time being at any rate. Once again, Rabbi Schnur Zalman showed himself as a great leader of his people, for it was largely thanks to his efforts that the designs and plans of the Jew-hater Dertzhaven came to naught. By Elkanon Isaacs adapted from the diary of the previous Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzhak Schneerson. Rishima No. 8 pages 23-27. As seen in the Shabbos companion Vayishlok. For a more complete detailed account of the historical events, please see Talks and Tales by Nissan Mindel available at Chabad.org under the title, Senator Dertzhaven and the Jews.